for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Now let's get back to the show. The boys are back. This time we got the Women's Junior World Championship preview show. Moe's back. Rory, Arian, Messi, Kamesi, and your boy Six Pack Lapidat. We're going to start like we always do, fellas, at the smallest weight class and work our way all the way up. We'll give our picks bronze, silver, and gold, and then wrap it up with our picks for the best lifter. So we're starting with the uh, the 43 kilo class. And I'm going to, I did a little bit of research here. Alessandra Gentilucci, uh, representing Italy. And again, if I butcher that, I apologize. I'm going to sort this all out when I get there to Turkey. But Competed in in Italy three times, jumped from 257.5 to a 305 kilo total, um, gaining weight in her weight class. She's only 20 years old, and uh, she's got plenty of time to grow into the 47s because obviously in the juniors, we have an extra weight class at the bottom end. In the open, the 43s don't exist, and neither do the 53s in the men's kilo class. But Alessandra with a 300 kilo total is a good, healthy gold medal pick. The next and closest from India with a 250 kilo nominated total competing since 2018. Um, Lax, Laxmi from India and uh, for the bronze medal position with nominated 170 kilo total representing Kazakhstan. And again, Rory has pointed this out in the other preview show, but sometimes the Indian lifters or a Kazakhstan lifter doesn't show. So that just, more solidifies Alexandra as a gold medal pick, but she does have a potential for a bright future here at only 20 years old, making very quick gains. Um, so all is not lost. Even if she's lifting unopposed or relatively unopposed, you're going to want to pay attention because she's a 43. Now she's going to be a 47 in the future. And we're going to see how she grows. Fellas, are we all on the same page here? Cause it's not a major scouting breakdown needed for the 43s or am I missing something? I think you pretty much nailed it. I, I, if, if there's a shakeup here, the shakeup is going to be one of the lifters not showing up, not the order of the lifters. You're missing something, but it's not this. <laughs> <laughs> My man, firing shots already. Um, all right, let's move along to the 47 kilo class. And we have a one, two, three, Canada, Brazil, Italy, and then four, five is two British lifters. So representing Canada, um, Nugent, and she's coming with a 365 nominated total. Um, I, I could tell you straight off the bat for her third deadlift. Now she's the biggest deadlifter here in the 47 kilo class. Her third deadlift at the Canadian nationals, I think it was, yeah, was 170.5 kilo total. Now that's not only, or sorry, not total uh, deadlift. That's not only would have been a national record in Canada, but that actually would have broke turbo tiffs unofficially anyways, world record deadlift. She is a monster deadlifter in the 47s. Um, I expect at the world championships, she's my favorite to win gold. I'm picking her as my gold pick. And because she has the biggest deadlift potentially of all time in the 47 kilo junior class, 
she could stave off anybody who might be trying to catch up to her and take that gold medal from her. Not only does she come in, and this is where the battle turns into a bit of a hunt here, right? If you're the biggest deadlifter, oh, and by the way, you got the biggest nominated total. Now they really need disaster to strike. Because even if you miss a couple lifts, you're probably pulling last. And a big deadlift is a nice eraser of mistakes. That's what a big deadlift can be. Now, how big will that deadlift be? A bit of the storyline here is, can she break Turbo Tiff's record? Turbo Tiff of all people. This is the Open's best lifter at the World Championships. Breaking a record from her is big. We'll see. I got Brazil coming in the bronze. Uh, Julia Carvalho. Um, and, you know, if I did a little bit of research on her. She's got a pretty big following on Instagram, first off. She's got 22,000 people following her on Instagram. I didn't realize... Um, I mean, she might not be on everybody's radar, but she's on a lot of people's anyways, 22,000 people, but more to the point of this, she's done a 362.5 kilo total at the South American championships in May, where she weighed in at 49 kilo. I don't suspect the two kilo drops anything too major, although it can affect you a little bit, but her top end is big. Her top end is very big. As a matter of fact, if you're doing the math, yeah, that's only two and a half kilo away from the Canadian. Again, I told you. Nugent loaded up for her third deadlift to make history, to make the biggest deadlift of all time in the juniors. She might not, she might just load up to secure the win this time. Um, so that is my one, two. And from Italy, Marta is going to be my bronze medal. I think she did a 342.5 earlier in August at the Italian nationals. Not all the Italian nationals gentlemen is in open powerlifting. So when I was going through, I think it's with the ladies. I, I don't know if they separate the ladies and the men's, but um, particularly when researching for the ladies preview show, I noticed open powerlifting for the Italians didn't have their most recent nationals. So I'll let you guys know if I notice that. But anyways, that's my one, two, three. Um, and then the British lifters just finishing outside Mona and Nicholson for the four and five. Uh, Mo, what are you thinking there, kind sir? Um, so I think <clears throat> I think first and second place position are definitely, like you said, um, in first position will be the Canadian lifter. It's a question of how far she, can she push um, the her total and see if she can catch up to some records or pick up some records there. Um, second place with the Brazilian lifter, M. Carvalho. She looks very strong and her numbers are very good, especially with that deadlift. Um, in third place, I think um, a few people might be surprised by the amount of progress that Mona has made, um, the GB lift in fourth position. So she's currently nominated with a 100 kg squat, a 62.5 kg bench, and 145 kg deadlift. She has done four sets of two of doubles with 100 kg. So her squat has definitely improved by leaps and bounds. The question is, obviously, we like to, we like to lifters, they can rep the max, closer than max for number of reps. So it's a question of how much would that transfer to a top end on the stage. Um, we'll see what happens there. But I think depending on how the Italian lifter plays her picks, Mona might be able to pick up a third place position, give or take somewhere. Or even a, um, a bronze deadlift medal. Rory, what are you thinking, sir? So are, were you um, were you picking Mona for your bronze medal or you say what was the actual official bronze medal pick? Um, so I'll go with Mona for the... Okay, uh, I need, I need uh, to uh, firm uh, that uh, up. I won't do what I did on the men's side. I'll pick Mona for my third place. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Rory, what are you thinking, sir? Um, I've got to put Oralino in, in the first first place. Like she's got the biggest deadlift by a, a reasonable margin. She's got the biggest 
total by like a reasonable margin. Um, and I think together that is makes us reasonably confident that she's going to be able to pull it out on the day. Um, you did mention that the Brazilian lifter, um, Caval, Cavalho, I'm not exactly sure that I'm going to say that right, um, did, did put up a slightly better total than that at Brazilian Nationals, but at 49 kilos. That is still a 5% body weight drop if you're competing in the 47 kilo weight class. And so although uh, for everyone on this weight class, uh, on this call who is like, you know, three 105s and an 83, like that's not much for us. But if you're a 47 kilo woman, dropping two kilos is not insubstantial. Um, like, of course, you'll be able to do it, but 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 it may have more of an impact than it would on, say, uh, Mo or myself dropping two kilos. Um, I am still going to have her in second place, but like, I can't I can't look at that and be and, and say, you know, like I, I think she's going to going to motor ahead. Um, and shoot, I did actually have Marta in third, but Mo may have convinced me to put Mona in third instead. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna change change my call on the fly. I'm gonna go with uh, Mona for third place. Mo convinced you with gymless. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. oh wow sir hell is frozen over arian uh, make yeah. sense of this all sir rory thanks for calling me an 83 on the <laughs> w- women's side i didn't have as much time to do a research today um since i just came back from the north america championships late last night so i didn't get to look into their training lifts with mona i did see that she also had a 320 meet total looks like she did the university championships and like three weeks later she had to do the junior championships so her numbers went down having to compete back to back from 320 to 308 so potentially she could get that 320 or maybe 325 you know now that she has more time between meets but i think it still looks like it's gonna be uh away from the top three as far as what they've done in meets so i just kind of stuck with what was there with um aureli win from canada for first uh julia for second and marta for third and again, I got to get the pronunciations down. Is I, I think it might be already. Sounds about right. Anyways. Well, the, well, well, the last name is Wynn. So that you got that part down. Okay. The last name is Wynn? Yeah, you said it differently, but it's, it's generally pronounced Wynn, like W-I-N almost. Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, thank you, sir. Moving on to the 52s. Um, and look at surprise, surprise. France has got a shooter here, but I did a little bit of research on this young lady. Now, Camille... Coming out of France, started powerlifting in 2022, and already she had registered a 405 kilo total. I seen this. It was it's not an open powerlifting if you're going to look, but she's hit a 405 at the silent worker meet. Started powerlifting and within a year as a 52, and she's a junior, is already a 405. I'm like Keska fuck. <laughs> I slid into Penna's. Rory loves that. I slid into Penna's messages and I'm like, my dude, what is going on here? And he said, Camille, legit, maybe the, the biggest potential we've seen since Turbo Tiff. Her progress for she's a junior lifter. So you think how much more progress she could have. And within a year as a 52 is already a 405. Gentlemen, if you're looking at the open, if you start hitting around 420s, you're talking silver medal. You know, if you look at Plun Deckers was in the 420s solidifying the silver medal. This lady could be hitting that already at juniors in her first year. What is she doing by the time she's in the open um, next year? You know, she is a major threat and she's in France in the 52s. Add her when she enters the open to Noemi Alibert. In Shizuka Rico, 
Rico Shizuka in the 52s. That's one, two, three in the 52s in France alone. It's freaking stacked. So anyways, um, yeah, not only is she my gold medal pick, but she might be the breakthrough star for this championship. And she's definitely somebody you got to look out for. Hasn't even been competing a year and is already uh, pushing numbers like this. Um, for my silver medal, world record holder in, in the deadlifts, hasn't been posting a whole hell of a lot. Uh, Julia Grechi, and I might be messing that up. It might be Grechi, but an absolute monster deadlifter, 182.5. She's got the world record. I mean, if somebody's going to threaten her for the silver medal, if it gets close and it looks like it is pretty close, Olivia from Finland is, is real close as well. Current European champion. Um, hasn't been posting a heck of a lot on Instagram, but has been 380 plus consistently over the you know last little bit. So she's definitely a threat. If she pushes Julia, Julia's got the power in terms of that deadlift to pull for position. Now, what position is she going to pull for? Is she going to be close enough to the French shooter and pull for gold? That is key. Because when you make that decision often, you're pulling for gold, you miss you might, you might not be taking your silver medal. You might be settling for bronze or maybe even worse. So it really depends how it lays out. And these three ladies are relatively close. Um, although again, like I said, Camille from France has hit four or five at silent worker meet. So her nominated total is 10 kilo blow and her progress is absolutely staggeringly insane. So what she did at silent worker, what she's going to do at the beginning of September, God knows she might even be a four fifteen. Um, I mean, it's incredible. So that is my one, two, three. I'm going to rest it at France, getting the gold medal and being a breakthrough performance. Julia with the massive deadlift capable of holding off Olivia, but it is definitely close. Uh, both of these ladies, world-class. I mean, obviously one of them's got a world record in deadlift. The other one's the current European champion. So none of them are, you know, they all know the world standard. Now, it also, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Isabella from Poland coming in nominated with a 383.5, very close to Olivia, the European University Cup champion. Um, her 52 kilo total, though, is 370. So I think she was nominated off of her 57 kilo total. A little bit of a weight cut might drop that. So it's a factor. Her top end strength is there. How is she going to feel? we'll see, but that's my one, two, three anyways. Um, Mo, what are you thinking there, sir? Oh, I think you've basically just said it that way. Um, Camille would definitely be pushing really hard. It's a question, like you said, I haven't seen the full fight from a silent worker meet. Um, that's the new information. Um, knowing that she's done, she's crossed the 400 kind of almost secures her, um, secures her that first disposition. In second place would be um, Gretchen with a massive deadlift. She can basically decide where she wants to place, whether she can try and push Camille and see if she can maybe pull something for that first place position. But obviously, if she pushes too much, she might end up losing that second place and bumping all the way down to third um, third place. And then in third place, you have the Finnish lifter, Olivia, who looks like she's not posting much recently, but she looks relatively strong based off her numbers and results so far. Uh, Arian, what are you thinking, sir? It's definitely another one of those interesting weight classes, one through four, anything can happen. And with Camille, Olivia, and Isabella, it looks like they all might be playing for the world record squat. So there's going to be like some strategy there, chipping the world record squat. Who's going to end up with it? Who's going to have a chip that they can have in case of body weight? 
they all kind of have similar benches. So those kind of be, you know, doing their benches, nothing as far as a world record. And then they'll all have similar delf as well. So then it becomes like strategy to the end as far as who has what lot number, who has body weight. So that gets really interesting. Versus Julia, she can't keep up with them on squam bench. So she just hits her numbers before them. But then she has that monster delf. She can chip at the very end for Della for the world record and also just pull whatever she needs to win. So it's definitely going to be interesting there. As far as Camille, I didn't see anything as far as training numbers to necessarily show she's improved way above the 395. It kind of looks around the same. Julia, she has posted training, but I can't tell what plates are on there and she doesn't yeah. list what the weights are. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I tried to play counting block, couldn't. I was, I just gave up, and I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, with uh, Olivia, I don't think I really saw anything that stood out as far as any PRs, and I didn't get a chance to look into Isabella. So, I wasn't sure exactly how I want to play this out, but I ended up saying. Uh, let me go with the person who's got the big deadlift, who can chip at the end and pull Ooh. for the win, especially with Camille's numbers and training hasn't looked like anything big. So that two kilos um, isn't that big of a difference. I didn't know about the other meat. So uh, the only thing that concerns me also a little about Julia is she did their nationals at 51.4 kilos. And then a month later, she looks like she did a bench only meet at 55.4 kilos in June. So I wonder, is she still walking around that 55.4 or has she already started coming down to make the weight cut easier? But I'm sticking with Julia Gretchy for first place, Camille for second place, and Olivia for third place. So the 405, I can tell you for sure did happen. That doesn't sway your opinion though? Uh, what was your body weight since they usually don't cut for the sound worker meet? It's a good question. I <laughs> think she was on body weight, but that is a good question. I didn't confirm that. And again, it obviously does give Camille, you know, a higher number going in, everything like that. But Julia, I, th- I was, she says she in the in the description, she says she's hitting PRs. I just don't know what the weights are, and she has that monster deadlift, so she can still put on whatever she needs. The downside, like you said, is if all these other ladies are beating her on subtotal, is that you're pulling for first and main up in third or fourth. So it depends on whether they want to do that risk or not. But I think they will do that risk, and I think they'll pull for first, and I think she'll pull it off. Rory, what are you saying, sir? Um, first of all, you're all wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's start there. He's going to pick uh, New Zealand let's lifter. Start there. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am going to pick the New Zealand lifter um, because the 367 she did uh, was she was very badly injured on that day, um, and so that is quite badly depressed from her real numbers. Um, okay, uh, worth pointing out, I am I am her like regular coach, um, so I no bias, but. But I, so no bias, but um, Dana Yili is, if you don't think that she's in podium contention, at least you're absolutely wrong. Um, and I think that she's likely to win. Um, I think Camille is, uh, sorry, I think Julia is probably a, a massive threat, uh, especially given that enormous deadlift, right? Like it's it's really hard to contend with somebody who like Anna did at, at, you know, open worlds, right? Who can just load whatever that they, they need to load. Um, and particularly with big deadlifters, it can be really hard to tell what their top end looks like, you know, with a bench, you know, if somebody could bench say 90 kilograms, what are they going to load 90 to five or a hundred kilos to try and snake ahead? Like probably not like that, that kind of doesn't happen, but with a deadlifter, it doesn't, it doesn't really seem to work like that, right? Like somebody who's got a 182 on paper, if they have to load 190, they'll probably do it. If they have to load yeah. 195, they'll probably do it. Sure. Um, which doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be able to pick it up, um, but they'll load it and they'll sure, sure try it, right? 
Um, so that's worth pointing out. And it is actually probably worth pointing out that the Canadian lifter who is in fifth and is like a little bit behind on nomination actually has a really big deadlift as well with a, with a 170.5. So I assume that's a Canadian record or, or potentially a provincial record. Yeah, that's um, a monster deadlift, actually. That is Holy that is a big deadlift. And yeah. so although she's quite far behind on like nominated total, I I think it would be a mistake to ignore her given like she is a junior, juniors progress quickly. Um, and, and she does have a monster deadlift. So like if somebody ahead of her is slipping, she what is she gonna load 180? Probably is she gonna load 185, probably, um, to, to try and move into a podium position. Um, so so I'm saying Dana Yili, Julia Gritchie, Camille Hat. Hadris, is that how we're saying that? Hadris? Oh, interesting. Yes. Wow. And uh, also, I think somebody slid in my DMs and told me, um, don't take pictures with Dana because she's going to out-angle you and make sure she's wearing oh, a sweater or something. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's funny that people do this now when worlds come up. They're like, dude, watch out for this person. And I'm like, why? And I'm like, ah, shit. What is she? Super jacked. Probably. If you, if you haven't looked up on her Instagram, she, she did a photo shoot a little while ago and she <laughs> like, she looks like she's ready to hop on a bodybuilding stage. Can I say something? Your boy, your boy ain't been slacking neither. Huh? Okay. <laughs> he's, he's ain't, no punk, ain't no punk around here. So, okay. We'll where's, where's your photo shoot, man? <laughs> Well, well, anyways, moving right along. So the uh, there it is, the one, two, threes. Arian, what do you got, sir? Did you already go? I go, I went. I don't think Mo went. Mo, did you go? Uh, yes, I did. I went Camille okay. first. Um, I think I was last. Second, and okay. then Olivia. Okay. okay. Perfect. The other thing I was just going to add is that the I just noticed that the lifter nominated seventh, Selma, with the 114 kilo bench. She has the world record bench. So technically, or potentially, we can see all world records broken in this uh, weight class. Oh, wow. Well, we'll oh, so the world record total is 385.5 as well. So it, uh, I think pretty confident that that's going to be blown out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding, eh? I mean, it's crazy that well, like Turbo Tiff in the 47s as a junior is doing 424-ish or whatever. Like that just puts into perspective how far ahead of the game uh and how special Turbo Tiff is. But moving into the 57s, fellas, we got ourselves a bit of a battle here. Everybody loved seeing the Jad Jacob versus Joy Namani battle in the 57s at the Open World Championships. Came down to the very last deadlift, as sometimes it does with Joy Namani. And Jad Jacob, it was like a star had emerged. She won the junior world championships last year in Sweden, 2021 worlds. But it was really when she moved into the open and put on that sensational showing, hitting a 480 kilo total, going toe to toe with Joy Namani, who the reigning 57 kilo queen, two time 52 kilo world champion, multiple time world champion here. And Jad Jacob as a junior, pushing her to the brink. Sensational battle. Everybody wants to see the encore. So coming into the junior world, you assume if she pushes Joy Namani to the brink like that and does everything she did at the Open, you would think, well, she's got to be a heavy favorite to win this, huh? But you would be overlooking Spain's Mayera da Silva. And she is an absolute monster. Um, if you're looking at the nominated 451.5, she has hit a gym total. Now it's a gym total. It's not the world standards or anything like that. But she has hit in terms of showing what her top end potential is anyways. 482.5. She's Her listed deadlift is 195. 
I seen her pull 200 kilo. Her listed bench, 86.5. I seen her triple 90 kilo. Her listed squat, 170. I seen her triple 170. Her the Silva's gym lifts are on fucking fire right now. I had conversations with people, and I mean, look, Jack Jacob has earned on the platform at the world standard against a reigning world champion her credit. But anyone thinking that this isn't a battle and isn't going to be close and, and, and Jad's just going to walk in here and eat her food is greatly underestimating Spain's Mayara da Silva. This is going to be a battle. Jad is still my favorite to take gold because she's put it on the platform on the biggest stage against a killer like Joey Nemani and all the other 57s. And I don't got to tell you, fellas, how stacked the 57s were. Proof is in the pudding. All right. However, I'm telling you, Da Silva is a fucking problem. And she had a question and answer in her Instagram. I think I was telling uh, Erie in this. And you could ask her whatever. Ask her whatever you want. And I asked her, what are your goals for Worlds? And I was kind of expecting numbers because I was interested because I'd seen what her gym told her was. And she came back point blank to win the world title. And I fucking like that, right? That was the, that was better than the numbers or any kind of, sometimes people shy away and they're like, um, well, this number, what, as long as I hit my numbers, I'm happy with how the day goes. No, she's like, no, 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 no. I want the world title. And she knows it's Jad. She has to beat for that world title. I'm, I'm anticipating this is going to be one of the better clashes in the women's side for the junior world championships. I am extremely excited about it. Um, that is my one, two pick is Jad because what she's done on the platform, um, and De Silva is going to come in with the silver, um, era, but I'm telling you, it's going to be a fucking clash and, and Jad has to be at hundred percent to win this. And if Jad starts missing some lists, I don't think she will, but if she does or isn't hundred percent, yeah, she could take an L. Now, having said that, where is Jad? I've seen her post up an eight, four or a 487.5 gym total. Looks solid. Her squat, previously 175, seen her squat 182.5, looked like it was the depth. Her bench, previously 95, seen her bench 102.5. Um, her deadlift, previously 210, I seen her bench uh, or deadlift. Well, she did a 205.5, but she could do a lot more than that. So her lifts are going phenomenal as well. Her total is moving upwards. Um, and weight cutting for neither one of these ladies has been an issue. Spain and France, not a crazy jump over to Turkey. So it should be a lot of issues there. And for the bronze, my bronze medal position, um, Mariella from Germany, Decker, Helena. I, I, you know, there's three names in there. Hopefully I'm not butchering the shit out of this and moving a middle name to the first <laughs> or whatever, but she, she's nominated with a four, eight point five. I seen her also total a four seventeen point five. She's pulled 182.5 in the gym. She squatted uh, 145 for a triple. So her nominated squat of 146, she's well beyond that. Like her lifts, um, you know, her nominated deadlift of 171, I seen her pull 182.5. She's well beyond that. So in terms of, I don't think she's going to catch up to Mayra or Jad, but in terms of somebody upsetting her and possibly pushing her off the podium, I feel comfortable with, uh, Ger the German taking the bronze medal due to what I've seen her put forth in the gym, unless she cuts a lot of weight and I'm unaware of it in that. I don't know. 
I honestly am not sure. Um, so, Arian, what are you saying, my kind dude? Sure, I'll give the other side of Mayara de Silva now. Okay, the- <laughs> shit, let's go, son. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the issues are if you go back to 2021, she did a meet in Spain where she opened up at 165 on squat and bombed out. And it looks like she may have either missed the 72 and a half bench or may have passed on it. Then she gets to go to world still in 2021 and she only gets one squat, one bench and two deadlifts uh, opening up 160 on squat and, and then missing the record on second and third. And that cost her, she ended up getting second place. Then she turns around and has a great meet in 2022 where she opens up lighter 157.5 on squat, makes three squats, makes all the rest of her lifts, gets to 455, 451.5. So the question is, is what were the issues at those meets? And how is she going to show up to worlds? Like, did she miss all those attempts at worlds because, you know, she's opening up too heavy? Does she have depth issues? Is she cutting weight? Is it too much of a travel? What was the issue with the local meet? So I'm not sure. She, yeah, I saw the 42.5 kilo total in training, but is that 42.5 going to show up in Turkey or is it going to be like a 460 that's going to show up missing a bunch of attempts? So she's a bit of a wild card to me versus with Jad. We know what we're getting out of her. You saw what she did at Worlds on the biggest stage, pushing Joy to the limit, and now she's been hitting more than that in training, which, as we've seen, can transfer over to Worlds. Uh, part of this could also be maybe what I'm hoping happens, because what I'm hoping happens is that Ja doesn't get pushed, so that she doesn't have to break the world record. So if she does get the invite to Sheffield, then it's easier for her to like do well at Sheffield. But if she has to break the squat world record, or if she has to break the total world record, I think she's capable of it. It just then would hurt her for Sheffield if she has to. So... Um, maybe you know, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. So I'm going with Jad for first. I think Mayara is going to be a, a decent amount behind, for, but still be able to hold on in the second because, yeah, they're going to be so far ahead of Mariella Decker, who I have for third. I saw Mariella's training numbers have been going very well as well. But even if she can hit like, you know, 425, 435, or even 445, it's just too far away if Mayara hits like 460 on a bad day or hits like 480 on a good day. So I'm just keeping it the way of the nominations, one, two, three. Mo, what are you saying, dude? Um, <clears throat> just looking online, um, um, Jad, definitely, she looks like she's improving. She hit a 482.5 kg total in training, and that's only with a 202.5 kg deadlift. So it looks like her top end has definitely increased um, post-IPF forwards. Um, so I think she's a clear winner for this class, unless the Silver is somehow able to pull out something out of the bag. Um, there's a lot better than what she's been showing in training. Um, so I have Jad for first position, the Silver for second. Now, third position, I hadn't found anything on Mariella online, um, but obviously you have. Um, so I thought she would be in contention with the two other lifters below her. Um, the lift in fifth position um, from Mexico, her meet performance recently looked like it was relatively comfortable. Um, she did go all out on her deadlifts, but she looked like she had a lot to still give on the squats. So depending on how Mariella performs, um, anyone from fourth and fifth might be able to bump her off that third place position. But it just depends on how the meet goes. But I'll, I'll pick Mariella for third place position just based off the fact that she looks like she's, she sounds like she's improving online. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you this on like, I know she's total 417.5 officially. So it's more than 48.5. And, and she's been hitting those numbers. The only caveat I'd give you is um, I don't know what the body weight is for the gym list that I quoted you, which is substantially more than her nominated. So you know, we'll see how it shakes up, but I'm glad though. You, you did a little research on some of the other people as well. Like you didn't stop there after you've seen that. Cause it helps us round it out a little bit. Rory, what are you thinking, sir? 
I think I'm keeping it pretty much the, the, the same as you all. Uh, like, I can't tell if I think Jad is going to total 490 plus, or I'm hoping that she's going to total 490 plus, but it's one of those two things. Um, and, and either way, she's definitely going to go at least 480, probably more like 485, 490, right? Um, and so I I know Maria uh, Mayara is, is doing well. I know she wants it. I know she came second in 2021, um, but it's just a really big gap to bridge, right? Um, especially because Jad does actually have the bigger deadlift as well. Um, so I'm, I'm keeping it as, as, as on the nominations. All right. So here's Mar Mariella for third. So here's a question I got to ask you guys. The date is January 1st, 2023. We're now looking back at the year of 2022. Who had the biggest total in the 57 kilo class? Regardless, juniors open regardless. Who left 2022 with the biggest total? I need a name from you fellas. But are Is you saying all, all you... this lifters or just in general, like in the period, 57? period across right. the world, open juniors, you know, it's joy, you know, it's Jad, you know, it's but are you saying, are you whatever. saying, are you saying like local meets as well? Dog period, local meets. All right, I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking. Uh, who you got, Playboy? Who's on the local scene that I don't know about? I'm, I'm taking Joyce 492.5 then at a local meet. Yeah, I'll take Joy T. Oh, all right. What are you saying, Rory? Because you you kind of felt like for a minute, Jad might look and Jad might not stop here, right? It's it's August. She might have something again. She might come back for Euros. As a matter of fact, I think she was on the podcast with No Amy. I think she was saying she might do Euros. But what are you saying, Playboy? What are we looking at here? Once again, I don't know if I think that it's going to be Jad or if I want it to be Jad, but I'm not Joy. It's going to be Jad Jacob. Jad Jacob. I reckon, I reckon she goes 495 this year. I reckon she goes 495 this year. What do you think, Ryan? I think Jad Jacob, based off of from what I've seen in the gym, it was 487.5, yeah, and her progress has been crazy. If she keeps this up, in when we return to Euros, if she does Euros, like, look, if she stops here, I think Joy might have it. I don't know if she'll be over, like, she'd have to be 495 at these Junior Worlds. I don't know if she'll do it this Junior Worlds. So if, if she stops here, my year's over, I'm not sure. But if she shows up at Euros... And I'm not allowed to do all these caveats. This is that's bullshit. This is pussy shit. Why aren't you guys calling me out on this? Feel <laughs> free. Say a name. I'm right. That's right. Dude, you know, I'm not allowed to play a fence. Well, if this happens, well, then I'll say your name, Playboy. Jajaka. I'll say Jajaka because I really am feeling this momentum. There, I, I leading into worlds, I was the guy who's like, I'm not sure. And then after worlds, I got right. I was like, holy shit. So I'll say Jajaka, but it's interesting. That that, that's why I mean, mine's a caveat too. Mine's not. Mine's not that Jad can't do it. It's that I'm hoping that she doesn't need to do it and that she will save it in case she gets to invite the Sheffield. Because at Sheffield, I think she can do 495 to 500. But I think maybe she won't need it in these upcoming meets this year, and she'll just hold back on purpose. How good is that rematch going to be between her and Joy if they bring need her it. to Sheffield? We if need they it. bring her to Sheffield, holy shit! Um, have, you, have you guys ever seen Joy's 185 squat or 190 squat? I'm not sure. Do you know that she's done that? I don't know if I do. 
uh, for some reason, I, well, so this is completely outside of the conversation. <laughs> Wait but a minute, think, we're not editing this, so don't say anything that you're not supposed to. If this was shared <laughs> in a DM, <laughs> I don't edit. No, no, no. She, no, she she does have it. She has it like okay. way down in the in the like because I did the research into her leading to British. But I think Joy's like not taking powerlifting that seriously. I think her squat has at least an extra twenty kg, thirty kg on it. One, I think Joy squats out. high in training, and I don't care what she squatted in training because she barely <laughs> she barely made a squat at Worlds. Right? She actually missed her third squat, and then it was overturned by the jury. Right? Like Look at that was in. that was <laughs> like this close, literally this close to her bombing. Let, like, listen. Wait, Rory, I'm, 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 Rory, I'm with Mo. She doesn't take powerlifting serious. She doesn't even wear a belt or knee sleeves, and she still squats more than you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Listen, when we do the Sheffield preview show, it's going to be fucking fire. <laughs> it's going to get spicy. It's going to get spicy. Um, I hope, I, li- I really hope Jad gets the wild card invite for Sheffield because holy shit, do these guys got it. And um, to the point of joining them on, is she's going to go all out for Sheffield. I mean, you you would think, and it's in her home. It's in her home nation, uh, so you know she's got some intangibles working in her favor. It'll be a good matchup. Uh, so, anyways, there's the 57s, and it's going to be a good clash. Let's move on to the 63s here, gentlemen. And the uh, 60- I'm, at, I'm at time, Ryan. I've got to run, um, but no worries. Enjoy, and I will catch you all get, later. Give us your top three for 63s in three seconds. Yeah, and then bounce in three seconds. Oh goodness, <laughs> top three for 63s. Um, uh, so Matthew Eugenie has a massive lead. Very hard to argue with that. Uh, man, I'm pretty much going in, in order of nominations, actually. Um, uh, though I would point out Yu Nomura is uh, currently nominated in fourth. She's got a really big deadlift. Um, I know I discount Jim uh, deadlifts, uh, but she has done 220 and 230 a number of times in the gym, even though she's only nominated at 200. Um, and she also made that really funny video of doing these sweet potato deadlifts, um, which uh, obviously got to be great training. Um, so, uh, but so yeah, I'm going in order of the nominations, but I wouldn't discount Yunamura because she has got a massive deadlift and she's really only like a few kilos behind the, the third place nomination at the moment. Thank you, dude. Uh, we yeah. appreciate you. We'll talk later, sir. Ciao. Later. What an asshole, eh, guys? Thank God he's cool. All right. it, took way, it took way longer than three seconds. Fuck, I couldn't wait until that guy got out of here. All right, let's do the 63s. Now the real show starts. Um, so, all right, it is the return of Samantha Eugenie, who previously, as a teenager, was, and this is around COVID times, when COVID first hit, she was like 17 years old, hitting 500 kilo totals on gym days. And everybody's like, how the shit? And keep in mind, this is back in the day, 63 kilo class, when I think 2019, 503-ish won the world championships. And she was 17 posting up numbers like that. Phenomenal talent. Ended up being injured. Came back at last year's Worlds. Didn't really post her full potential, but it was her first kind of comeback. Now she's starting to round out back to the Samantha Eugenie phenom that got everybody rattled when she was only 17 years old. And everyone's asking, how far can she push it? She's back into the 500. She's registered a 500 total. In terms of that 500 kilo nominated total on her deadlift was a uh, 515 total pull. I seen her pull 220 in training. Um, her last worlds, like I had said, she was at a 450. She's well beyond this at this point. We're on full send Samantha Eugenie mode, and she has to be a favorite, at least in my eyes. She's one of the French shooters. I don't know how deep into the 500 she's going to go, but she might be solidifying herself as the number two in the world behind um, Leah Bavois. 
is in terms of her top end potential. Let's see. Will she be able to do that by this world's? I'm not sure, but she's already a 500. It doesn't take a lot to start pulling from the pack in the 63s. She's special. She's special. So let's see what she does at the junior worlds. I'm very excited. Um, and in terms of my silver medal, I have uh, also from France, Ludivine in July, pause squatted 185 kilo that I seen. I, I was scoping out some of her gym lifts. So her nominated 172.5. Don't believe it. If she's pause squatting 185 kilo, 407 pounds. That's a fucking, that's a pause squat, gentlemen. That's insane. Um, I don't know what the body weight was at, so take it with a grain of salt. Her nominated bench, um, I see a 92.5. I've seen her bench press 95 kilo. She's got some really good gym training leading into the Junior World Championships. France, again, man, stacked, absolutely stacked nation. So I got one, two for France. And then for third place, um, I was split in terms of where I was going to go with Alba and uh, Nomura, Nomura, you or you, Nomura. I was split on this for a little bit here. Now, I think I would have leaned towards Alba Bolstrom from Sweden, except she's coming off of injury. And uh, previous to injury, her numbers were, were rocking and rolling. She's been at world championships before. She's a hell of a talent. And, but her, her injury set her back. And I've, I, and she might be further back from the injury than I seen on, on social media, perhaps. But in terms of the numbers she was shifting leading up to, and then after the injury, I still think she's not 100%. But again, she might be further along in terms of recovery that I'm seeing. But I think she's further back. So the nominated uh, 462.5, I think is a stitch vulnerable. Now, when I looked into you, I saw that in late June, she's hit a 463 kilo total. Let me pull this up again. I'm not sure the body weight on this. It it doesn't say the body weight, but it says uh, 157 squat, 95 bench and 210.5 deadlift. Yeah. Right. So this is where, I mean, between Alba and you, you guys could argue me either way. And I honestly, I could go either way with it. But if one of them's hit 462.5, the other one's hit 463, it's flip of the coin. But if one of them's coming off of injury and I see the numbers dip and they're starting to come back, but I'm not sure if they're 100 and the other person's peaking and now at max hitting PRs, the flip of the coin for me gets easier and easier. So I'm going to go with you based off of that. And that's how sports goes sometimes. Not everybody's 100%. Um, So that is going to be my one, two, and three. Arian, what are you thinking, sir? Yeah, I mean, uh, similar idea to you as far as Samantha Eugenie. It's like a great comeback. You know, like you had said, her first year as a juniors last year at Worlds, she only puts up the 450, gets fifth place, and, um, you know, misses a squat, bench, and a deadlift. And then now her numbers have just been shooting up, and she looks like the clear favorite here, at least on paper. I think it could possibly be closer with her teammate, because like you said, uh, Ludovine has been hitting some big numbers too. I saw the 185 pod squat as well. I just don't know how much that transfers. Some people are really good at pod squats and maybe she'll only do 190. Some people might be really bad at them and maybe she can do 195 or 200. I don't know how much more she can do. And then I saw a 95 bench where she did it for two reps. So that, nice. I mean, is above, above her nominee number as well. So definitely she's progressed. I couldn't find any like 
competition squats. I think maybe she does more variations and sticks to like a lot of pod squats and like that. So um, we'll see how that transfers. So it's potential that her teammate could be pushing big numbers too. It could be pushing, you know, 485 or, or 490. And then Samantha has to really make sure she's making attempts and getting the 500 plus. So that can be a, a good one to battle. And the same thing with three and four with Alba Bostromia coming off the injury. I saw her do a 150 squat and a 175 deadlift. Based on like the speed and stuff like that, I think she she could be back to where her old strength is. Between 455 and 460, I think, is where her strength is. So Yunomura could potentially give her some trouble. Um, like you said, she did the 463. The only thing I didn't like about that 210.5 Delif is like it looked a little bit questionable on the lockout. If yes. you go watch it. If, yeah. And it's similar to Kyoto from Japan in the 66s where he had questionable knee issues in their meets. And then he shows up the world and has to pull for placing on the third deadlift and they call him for the knees. So potentially maybe the refing there in Japan is a little bit different than when they go to worlds and potentially that could be the same thing for her. She may be trying to pull for bronze and then get called for it. So I wasn't sure there if I want to, who to put three and four, I end up going with um, sticking with the nominations for that since Alba has the more experience. So Samantha for first, Ludovine for second and Alba for third. What was the biggest pull you've seen for Alba? A uh, one seventy five, and it looked yeah. like a like kind of like an opener. Okay, see, that's where I wasn't sure, like because I know she's her nominated one ninety two point five, but and when I was looking to see like how close she was getting, like that's still a pretty big spread between what's on the platform, but that might not be unusual. Some people don't do super heavy in the gym, like get close to the top end. I, it's just in terms of relieving my uh, questions in terms of injury, I wasn't sure. Fragment like, well, or she, it's hard to tell, or she's not posting it. But yeah, I mean the yeah. one seventy the one seventy five looked fast enough that she could be potentially doing you know high one eighties or one ninety. What are you thinking, Mo? This one's a tough one. Um, I think it's I think it's first, second, third, or fixed. Um, Alba versus Number will be very interesting. Like um, <clears throat> Arian mentioned, um, Number is last, and if she's pulled two hundred for a double, she's or 210.5 in competition. The only issue would be lockout. Hopefully she's noticed what happened at IPF Worlds and she started working on that. Uh, 200 double looked relatively good um, technique-wise, um, but it's just a case of how things will fall out on the day. Alba looks very strong. She's been squatting 150 for singles very comfortably, so her squat definitely looks she looks well beyond 155 that's nominated for. She might be reaching 160. There's no bench footage on her um, social media, so we don't know how well that's going. And then deadlift-wise, um, I'm not a big fan, especially for Sumo, I'm not a big fan of pulling on bumper plates. And she seems like she does all her singles and deadlift pulling on bumper plates, although she does train in a gym that has calibrated plates. So she might just not be sure. She might not be showing all of her training. So things might be going a lot better than she's posting on social media. We don't know yet. Um, but I think I think I, I, I was going to go with Nomura, irrespective. I think Nomura's deadlift, she has that higher deadlift. Um, and like you you mentioned earlier, Alba has, has a, had an injury that she's still recovering from. Um, we don't know how well she's recovered from that. So I'll go first place, Samantha, second place, Ludovin, and then third place, I'll go with Nomura, you. It's a tough one, man. That third place yeah. for me was difficult uh, because it's the question marks, right? And, and they're so close. They are, those two are neck and neck. And maybe Alba is not only back from recovery, maybe she's ready for PRs for all we know. Who the frick knows? They're not also posting all of their information. So we're somewhat flying blind here. I'll also give a shout out. Canada's Rose McKenzie, just outside of those ladies, 
um, took a lot of national records in the Canadian nationals and her training has been going really good. So she's going to post up a decent total. I don't think she's going to get on the podium, but she's going to have a decent showing. Um, and then great Britain back to back, uh, Lucy Robinson and Tara Pigott. Are... I think Tara Pigott is definitely one to watch out for. Cause she's, she's not posted anything on social media, but on her story, she's been having PRs. Um, I just can't add up how well she's been doing. So I yeah. can't, say anything yet um but i know she's posted multiple bench and then prs already and i think a squat pr already too so it'd be interesting to see how she puts everything together on the day top five is going to be good and in terms of if samantha eugenie is a solid favorite i'm still interested not just like can she win i think she's going to win but how far is she going to push this you know is she is it she back on track to being that phenom can she possibly like push this to you know proportions where we might actually be a future against Leah Bavois. Like, Oh my God, we have battles to come. Who knows, man. I mean, that's what the case was when she was 17 years old, posting four Oh five for a kilo total, you know, in, in the gym and stuff like that. Like it was, Oh my God, if you're doing that 17, what are you doing at 23? Uh, you know, she was going to be like a Leah Bavois. We'll have to see, you know, Ryan, she might end up with the biggest uh, total in the 63 kilo class this year. Uh, oh, shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, Le- Leah's lifting in Arnold, though. But what weight class? We'll see. I think 63, bro. Yeah, we'll see. I think, yeah, she but, wins that Arnold's ticket. Definitely has to be 63. Oh, oh, yeah. or, we can, or, or, I mean, maybe she doesn't have the highest toll, but maybe Samantha tolls more than what one world's in the open. That is a good question. Let's do this right now. Let's have some fun. Hey, you guys want to have some fun? <laughs> um, does submit the UG out total? What was the world's? 505? 505 for first, second, and third. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was it came down to body weight. Does she do more than 505? Arian, your, it was your question. You go first, love. Yes. <laughs> Double thumbs. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking, Mo? Um, I think she's been posting PRs like crazy, hasn't she? Like Samantha. Yeah. Like she, well, no, she doesn't post all of them, but yeah, I, mean, I don't know but, about bench. Certainly. But just, just take the, the nominated squat and bench and add the 220 deadlift. You're already at 505. Fair point. That's gym lifts. You know what Rory would say? <laughs> Rory's gone. <laughs> what do you think, Mo? Um, I think, yeah, she's, she's definitely going to past 505 i don't know by how much but i think she she might yeah 505 i'll give her 505 plus definitely yeah i'm gonna agree with you gentlemen i think samantha eugene goes over 505 and um how far i'm not sure but once she goes past 505 now it's just catch-up time how far can she push to get to uh leah bavois and uh maybe we might see some battles in the future all right, talking about French shooters, let's move into 69 kilo class where Clara Perrault, who is Nico's sister, is continuing the rivalry with Agnes Rudin. Now, these two clashed in the 2021 World Championships that was hosted in Sweden, Agnes's host nation, and she took it. Um, I remember seeing her in the parking lot, and I was talking to her mother who was lifting in the... Uh, Masters Championship and Agnes was there with her. It's not pronounced Agnes. Fuck, I forget how to pronounce her name now. Damn it. It's not pronounced Agnes. I'm anglicizing it. Anyways, um, so Agnes came up and, and I was like, are you lifting later on this week? And she said, yes. And she was uber confident and she's like, trust. She's like, I'm going to win this and um, I'm going to be, be breaking world records and you, you'll know who I am after this. 
And then during the live stream, I'm like, holy shit, that's her. Let's see what happens. And after, I think it was the bench event, because she's a bit of a, like her, she was breaking world records in squat, world records of bench, went to the warm-up room. And as soon as she see me walk in the room, I was walking over there. And before I could get a fucking word out of my mouth, she goes, I told you. <laughs> so she is all types of confident. Um, so Agnes winning the world championships, then in the European championships, Clara Perrault gets revenge and wins the European championship. So now, um, you know, a rivalry sparked. Agnes got one. Clara's got one. Fast forward into the open world championships and Clara Perrault <clears throat> out totals Agnes. Now, here's what we're looking at now. Agnes's best now is a 496.5. Um, Agnes won, and that was at the Swedish Nest. So when she goes internationally, it appears as though the total drops a little bit. Clara now has gone over 500 in her last two competitions, coming in with a nominated five or 500.5, but she has hit a 502.5. This is at the Open World Championships. So she's got some momentum. She's into the 500 pluses. Agnes just shy of the 500 pluses. Had she increased the spread, is Agnes going to catch up? Is Clara going to create an even further divide? We'll have to see. And then from Italy, Fanton is coming in with a 485.5. And again, that's rather close. Um, if Agnes is somewhat vulnerable, like she was at the European Championships, she might be a threat for Agnes's silver medal even. We're not sure because if Agnes is chasing Clara, well, Fanton from Italy can open up that door because Agnes can be good from anywhere from 496.5, but then her total can drop into the 480s. Who knows? We don't know. You start missing this when you're chasing somebody. Looking at this, if I'm just going off of the pattern that has emerged, Clara of these ladies is the only one who did 500 plus, And she won the last two battles with Agnes. I'm going to lean into Clara as the gold medal favorite, but Agnes has defeated Clara at the previous world championships. This is full well capable. It's just become a little bit spotty as of late. So we got to see what she does. She is a threat. I'm going to take Clara, but Agnes and Clara are neck and neck. They have a rivalry and they've both proven they can beat each other. They both proven they can win international competitions at the highest level. I'll go Clara. I'll go Agnes and Fanton from Italy in bronze. But I'm telling you, Noemi Fanton is close and could easily pull herself into a silver medal position if the two gold medal favorites start missing lifts because they push each other too far. Mo, what are you saying? Um, I think that's a good pick. Um, I Clara definitely for first place position. I think she's well ahead um, of Agnes just based off training. Um, Agnes hasn't really posted much post IPF Worlds really, um, so we don't actually know where her training is. If she's made any improvements, if she's going closer or beyond that 500 kg total, um, Agnes has to worry about Naomi in third place because Naomi hasn't posted much herself either. Um, I think she's just been reposting meets that she's done in, in the score and the deadlift, saying that she's a lot closer or like the goal is the goal. We're getting a lot closer to the goal. Um, but she recently posted, not too long ago, not recently, but she posted a 200 and 200 triple on deadlifts. And they looked, it looked decent. Um, the third rep was a bit hard, but first and second were very quick. So I think she will be loading up on the deadlift wherever she needs. 
to pull herself into a better position from third place. Um, I think she's got third place position secured. I couldn't find anything on um, Lierka. I could find her social media, but she hasn't necessarily posted any training whatsoever. Um, so it's hard to call whether she's improved or whether her numbers are going better. But it will be a battle of second place between Agnes and Naomi to see who comes out then. Dude, uh, I mean, Noemi's 200.5 kilos of nominated deadlift. If she's yes. tripling she, that, holy, did yeah. you say tripling it? Uh, she tripled the 200. Holy shit, dude, yeah. she's improving. Here's the thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, Agnes is good, but she's got a, like, on the surface, she's within five kilo of Clara. It's, it depends. It's difficult. You're right. Like, not everyone's posting everything, so it's a little bit up in the air. Um, Arian, what are you thinking? As similar as you guys, when it comes to Clara and Agnes, it seems like Clara's t- trending up a little bit more, where Agnes is kind of a little bit more stagnant. So when you look at her meat results, she had the 43.5 and then 42.5. Then she had the big 496.5 at, at their uh, nationals, it looks like, and then down to the 485.5 at Worlds. And the Worlds was like a really bad performance for her. I'm not sure what happened. She had to barely get her opener deadlift in on a third attempt just to stay in the meet. And then she just did the European bench press championships as well. And she hit 115 there and missed 120. So it looks like the bench hasn't really moved since then either. So uh, like Mo said too, there's not much as far as training. So I'm not sure if the improvement's there, but it seems like Claire is slowly just improving, you know, getting above 500 two times now. A training seems to be going well. So I kind of have to keep Clara as the favorite there. And like you, you had said too, um, you guys had said with Agnes, she has to watch out for the people behind her because if she starts missing attempts now, Noemi Fanton could catch up to her um, and some of these other lifters. I didn't look into Amira, but Sonia Stephanie Kruger is a threat as well. She's a high-level equipped lifter. She's been competing for like almost a decade now. She just competed at the World Games. And so she doesn't compete as often raw and doesn't post up raw training as much either. But as her equipped numbers are going up, her raw numbers have to be going up along with it. And like, for example, she did just post up a recent squat where she did 185 for a double and her nominee is 180.5. So potentially she's going to have a huge subtotal. The downside for her, she just has a really low deadlift. So she's going to be really behind these other lifters on deadlift and then they could potentially just pull. But she's definitely a threat in there as well if some other lifters start missing. Um, But I just end up going with the um, kind of the nominee or Clara first, Agnes second, thinking she'll have a little bit of a bounce back and then Noemi third. This one's going to be a tight battle, I'm telling you. Because um, there's the, the top three are relatively close, and the supporting cast around and below that could do some upsets. Um, it all depends. But I do think Clara has been consistent and moving upwards, like you fellas said. So I think we're all, we're all on the same page there. But it's not like she's got a massive spread. Um, we'll have to see what Agnes can pull off. Moving into the 76-kilo class, gentlemen, France again, surprise, surprise, right? France got shooters and Laura is okay. So that 537.5 nominated total. I don't know if you guys seen it. I posted it on King of Lists. I reposted into the story, but she put up and she's a junior. So her progress is fast. She put up a gym total of 570 and they looked, the lifts look good to me. And, and, and she's a junior and I, I, Messenger, I met her at the uh, silent worker and I messaged her. I'm like, 570, Jesus, Laura. 
And she told me what some of her goals were. And it is insane what she's got in the back of her head. Now, whether or not it's going to all come out on a platform, I don't know. But if that's an indication of how her training's going, holy shit, man. The 76 kilo class is absolutely stacked. If you think about Jess Bittner, I got the shit go. Laura Motalin, and I'm probably butchering that, and then Carlina from New Zealand. All of those ladies, if Laura hits that 570 on the platform, are 570 and up. And two of them are juniors. You want to talk about the future health of the division. It is insane what is happening in the 76 kilo class right now. Um, so Laura is absolutely somebody you guys got to pay attention to and watch out for what she's going to put on the platform. I'm anticipating at the very least, she tries to make that 570 official. All right. Make 570 official. But if her lifts go like she wants them to, and like she thinks she can, she wants to put up a total that will rival what Jess and Agatha did at the open world championships. And it'll be at the world level with world judging that she does that. Talk about making a statement. Um, like when you talk about Agatha and Jess, you better talk about me as well. You know, and Carlina feels the same way in New Zealand. Some people, everyone's talking about Agatha and Jess, Agatha and Jess. You better start remembering Carlina and Laura when you have these conversations because you're leaving out major pieces of that puzzle and it's not going to, the picture is not going to be seen. So anyways, Laura is my gold medal favorite. Vilma Olsen, former world champion um, in the juniors and also former rival of Jess's when she was a junior. Um, I got her picked for the silver medal. Uh, I, I, I mean, she's coming in nominated 532. I think she can improve upon that for sure. She's got some monster lifts, particularly in the squat. Absolutely monster squat. She could break a record or two. She's got a big deadlift as well. But I just don't see her catching up to Laura if Laura's capable of that 570, unless the wheels fall off for Laura. Um, and for third place, I'm going to pick Alice Francis Freeman from uh, UK, UK's finest. And I did a little bit of research here. Um, let me take a look here. Yeah, no, I, uh, anyways, I, I saw the other lifters there. I was looking at their uh, social media, see if they could maybe push Alice and maybe do any kind of bumping off the podium. I didn't think so. That's my one, two, three, just like the nominated, but I wanted to give a little preamble on Laura because I think her nomination is misleading. We'll put it that way in terms of her true potential. Arian, what are you thinking, my dude? Thinking is similar thing. Laura's a, a beast. She's up on even just on the nominate totals. And Vilma, like last year and this year, her her totals have kind of been like stagnant. Like last year, she did five thirty. This year, she did five thirty two at their nationals. And then did five seventeen point five at world. So even if Laura has a off day, I think she'll still be up enough. You know, four forty to four fifty to be able to pull off the win. But yeah, if she has a great day, it's gonna be crazy to see what she can do five seventy or more. Uh, but yeah, I think Vilma still has experience and still has a big enough deadlift to keep um, the other people at bay. So I'll keep Vilma at second and Alice at third. Mo, what are you thinking? Um, <clears throat> I think pretty much basically what you and Erin have said. Um, Laura, from the sounds of things, looked like she's going to be pushing some insane numbers, potentially even talking about being able to compete on the open world stage itself. So I don't think Vilma or anyone else in the weight class will have the chance to catch up with her. Um, Vilma, I haven't seen any training on her social media. Um, the last thing that she's uploaded has been a 120 kg bench that she did at the bench competition recently. 
um, but no no information about how her squats and deadlifts have been progressing. Um, Alice Freeman is a very strong GB lifter. Um, she is acclimatizing to the 76 kg weight class. Um, she's getting stronger each time. Um, I think she had maybe a few injuries she'd been dealing with before her competition where she placed 510. So it'll be very interesting to see how much she can push on that. She doesn't post a lot of training. A lot of the things she posts are basically sub-max away. Um, so I think she might bring a package on the ward stage. We're yet to see. No one on this side knows either what she's going to do. So um, the first place will definitely be Laura. Second place will be Vilma. And then third place will be Alice Freeman. And hopefully she can bring something special on the day that maybe pushes her and gives Vilma a run for her money. 76 kilo class, fellas. Is it going to be the most stacked class in 2023? I mean, it always just depends on who shows up. Yeah. Well, with yeah. the information you have now, if you had to, if you had to guess, if you, with the only right now, if, if I'm going to revisit this clip in 2023, what do you think? Seems Obviously. like it. it. Seems it seems like the only only way class could challenge it would be like 69s if like Leah moved up and went against Chandler and Marta. Um, but yeah, it always depends on who shows up each year to worlds and what happens like with the Russians, like does Angelina come back as well? What we class does she come back in? <laughs> she comes as a 76. <laughs> Fucking forget about it. Well, yeah. so is that a yes or a no area? Give me a yes. Sure. Or no. Sure. I'll go. Yes. With 76 is because even if some of them don't show up, there should still be enough of them there to make it the most, uh, top heavy. Mo. I'll say yes to you. There are, lo- there are loads of like areas of measure. There are loads of individuals scattered around the globe and they all just need to come together at one place and meet up and settle it. I think it's the 76 is for sure. If you look at, and like you said, to your point about scattered across the globe, Jess from Canada, Carlina from New Zealand, Laura from France. Of course they have to have a shooter in there. And, <laughs> um, and uh, Agatha from Poland, all of them, 570 range and up. It's absolutely, it's fucking insane. And Carlina had 600 kilo total so, like in her hands with that final deadlift 600 kilos so by next year we might see 76 is now entering the 600 kilo class maybe carlina's got some insane goals i had the opportunity to like just talk with her like you like you should get on a podcast her, her oh, I will. chasing some scary numbers yeah no i'm saying well that's why like when people have conversations and of the 76s and they talk agatha and jess got you because it was amazing their showdown you better throw carlina's name in there or you're going to be rattled and shocked. And by the way, you better throw Laura's name in there as well. So I think by the, in two weeks time, we're all going to be throwing Laura's name in there as well. It's stacked, man. And then you add in, if Angelina comes back, ridiculous, man. Um, yeah, it's probably the most stacked division. I can't think of another one. Let's move along, fellas, to the 84s. Nice segue talking about Agatha Shitko from Poland. She's moved up to the 84 kilo class. Um, definitely the favorite here i would have loved if she stayed 76 to see her battle laura would have been nice to see but she moved into 84 she's got a massive spread on the rest of the division uh but we do have some battles here for for the podium and i'm interested to see what you guys think um so from ireland i'm i don't not sure about the pronoun who wants to take a stab at the pronunciation <laughs> oh um two seconds if you uh, i think Listus? That, that's how, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go um Eboselli. Listus. Yeah, I would say Listus, but it could also be like Listus without yeah, I figured Listus. Yeah. 
But um, either way, nine for nine performance at Irish Nationals in July. I was checking it out. So at the Irish Nationals, she hit a 196.5 kilo squat. I seen in July, she hit 200 kilo squat. She hit a 114 kilo bench. I seen she hit 120 kilo bench and she hit a 200 kilo deadlift for nominated. And I seen she's hit a 205. So I don't think she's going to catch Agatha, obviously. I mean, that's not, you're not going to bridge that gap. But I think the improvements she's seeing makes her a solid silver medal favorite for myself. Uh, now, obviously, that's got to play out onto the platform. But so she is my silver medalist, even though it's relatively close. She's being nominated with a 510.5. And uh, Jessica Kinney from US is nominated with a 505.5. And Anatara Jackson is nominated with a 505. So three lifters under Agatha, all within five kilo of each other. Very tight race to get onto the podium, but based off of the Irish ladies, uh, you know, gym lifts, I'm going to go with Listus for the silver medal. Now, who's going to get the bronze? Those two Americans, only half a kilo splits them. I had a tough time on this. Jessica Kinney's IG is private, and I didn't have time to throw in a request for her to give it, give me access here. So <laughs> I have to go off of just straight up intuition when I seen on Antares. Um, I know Jessica Kinney's been competing since 2018 um, and she could easily make the podium. I'm leaning towards Cantera. She's a natural 84. You know, she's, she's been to the world championships before in 2019. And uh, I'm judging off of what I've seen her put together at the PA Nats, it looked like she had more in her squat and deadlift. It looked like to me, she had like those thirds, she could have had another five kilo or so on both of those. Now, Jessica Kinney might have also been able to. I, I didn't have access to her. Um, you know, I got the open powerlifting and I just didn't see as much on the research. So I'm going to lead to what I know and I'm going to go lean into Antara. She's also been the world championships, which helps alleviate a little bit of question marks, whether or not she could lift at the proper standard as well. Uh, but Jessica's been around the block and been lifting since 2018. So she's a wily veteran. What are you guys thinking here? Arian, what do you think? Um, yeah, as far as uh, Agata, similar thing to you. Like, yeah, once it would be interesting to see her in the 76s to go against Laura. But I guess the positive you can see as well with her going 84s is for Laura, she has a chance to like, you know, go all out, not worry about going against Agata put up a big total win and have that positive momentum going forward and forgot to she doing so many meets that it's positive she doesn't have to cut weight so she had to do uh classic world she had to do world games she's doing this i think she's doing uh arnold uk um who knows what other meets she's doing so it's good to like not you know cut weight for every single meet and we'll see what she does um we'll see what she weighs and what she does she could potentially put up a 600 kilo total as like a light 84 um, which would be great for uh listus i saw the same numbers you saw as far as training the only thing i saw was that at their national she weighed as an 84 plus but it was only 85.4 so as long as she's still sticking around that 85 and change i think the weight cut's going to be uh fairly easy to get down to the 84s and if she's putting up a 525 gym total i think she's going to be in a solid second place as far as third place yeah, I was going back and forth between the two U.S. lifters. The benefits for Jessica is she's a 76 that's moving up to 84, so she doesn't worry about the weight cut, and it could help her squat and bench if she you know, fills up a little bit. And then she does have the bigger delf as well, so if she needs to pull whatever she needs to to pull for the win, she could do that. So I'm wondering why they moved her up, if maybe 
she has trouble cutting weight and maybe she wants to move uh, up anyways and this is going to help her probably big total. So maybe this can help her get to like a 515 or 520 total or something like that. So I'm going with Jessica Kinney for my third place spot. Yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, U.S. doesn't have a 76. So I'm wondering why they moved her up also. It might have been her decision. Maybe she's like, you know what? I'm good with that. But yeah, that is, I did notice that, that she was normally a 76. Mo, what are you thinking, kind sir? Um, so I've just done a bit of a research. Um, Eboselli, I don't know. I'm just going to go confident. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Agatha clearly is a favorite. She's going to win. It's not a question of whether she wins. It's a question of how far ahead she pushes her current war total. Um, not as a 76, but in the 84 kg weight class. Um, so that would be very interesting to see. Um, Eboselli Listers, she has actually doubled 200 kg. So she has 200 on her Instagram. But on TikTok, she has a 200 kg double. And oh. then she's gotten very comfortable with repping that, not repping, but moving 120 kg on the bench. So it'll be very interesting to see how she can push her squat and how she can push her bench. Um, she will definitely will be catching up with Agatha, but I think she'll be a lifter to look forward in the future because I think she only just started powerlifting recently. So obviously she gains more experience and gets more comfortable in the body weight. She'll obviously get a lot stronger. And then in third place position, it's a... Uh, throw between the two American lifters. I think I'll definitely go with Jessica because she has the bigger deadlift, so she would definitely get the last say in pulling for that bronze place medal. There it is. Sounds like logic, fellas. Moving on, one late, one weight class left, 84 kilo plus. And, um, you know, we have Reeves coming out of the U.S. And it's if, if we look at she's only, I think she's still a teenager, if I'm not mistaken, 18 or 19 years old, still only a teenager, and I think so coming in the nominated with 225 squat and a 220 in a 220 deadlift, she has the opportunity to potentially squatting and deadlifting over 500 pounds. And that's remarkable for a teenager to in the same competition squat and deadlift over 500 pounds. She has a potential for that, but even bigger than that is her absolutely monstrous bench press. A nominated 165. Um the junior, just to put in perspective here, the junior world record is 145. So she's 20 kilo on bench press over the current junior world record. Put in further perspective, the open world record is 163 kilo. So she's 18 years old, Reeves, and can bench press 364 pounds, 365 kilo. Definitely history could be made here. Depends on obviously some variables. Um, I have her as an extremely solid favorite, you know, well ahead. So she doesn't, if, if she starts missing lifts, that's fine. She can load up. I'd be shocked if we don't see her load up for the junior and open world records. Obviously the junior, she's probably going to open with the junior and she'll probably load up for the open world record as well. Um, and I'm expecting she'll more than likely hit it, but um, a fire in a way, you know, gold medal favorite. 110 kilo behind her on nominations is Regina. Open powerlifting has her best total uh, for 482.5. Now this is out of Kazakhstan. So it's quite possible. She's hit the 500 kilo total, just never made its way into open powerlifting. They don't always submit all their totals. That's fine. And then further back from her is Leah Gregory with a 437.5. Um, this is a bit of a rematch between two Canadians who are going to battle it out for the podium. Um, at Canada, uh, Brianna Andrews pulled for the win, but missed it. And Leah has since taken her Nats total and done doubles with it in training. 
So I'm going to lean on Leah to take the bronze medal. Uh, but Brianna and her had a bit of a rivalry at Canadian nationals and it's going to continue and it. You never know what's going to happen. Uh, so there's my one, two, three fellas. Um, as far as I could tell, the major battle is for the bronze medal between Canada um, and possibly Ireland. What are, what are you fellas thinking? Mo, do you want to hop in there? Um, so I'm just looking on here and there's only one Canadian lifter, um, Gregory Lear. And then the other yeah. did, did Andrews pull out? Maybe so. she's not on there. She was up. Hold on a second. Let me pull this up. Yeah, there's only one Canadian. Maybe yeah. you're going crazy. Uh, well, that, that, that's for sure. Wow, Jeepers. I copy-pasted this off of unless she might have maybe pulled Well, either way, it was uh, my pick was Leah anyways. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's my one, two, three then. I mean, that confirms even further then. Um, am am I, am I bang on? Does anybody have something different between those one, two, threes? Um, I was just going to say like, um, just based on number to total, it looks like third, fourth and fifth are very close. Um, obviously Leah's made a lot of progress on that lift. Just looking on the social media. Um, she's done a comfortable SPD session with 170 kg squat, 90 kg bench and 145 kg deadlift. But, um, the GB lifter from Great Britain, um, Chizaram, has also doubled 400 kg in training, um, relatively comfortable RP8. So she could definitely make a statement. If things line up in the right way, she might be vying for that third place position. And I think she has the bigger deadlift also. So that puts her in a good position to have the final say. Fellas, I'm sorry. Brianna was a reserve. Um, ah, okay. But either way, I got Leah for my bronze. Arian, what are you thinking, sir? Uh, similar thing. I mean, it's pretty spaced uh, between the lifters. Is really Mahalia's game. Like you said, her nominated bench is already over the open world record, so I'm expecting to see that. Also, the junior world record total, uh, one of my former lifters, Leanne Hewitt, has at 615.5, so potentially Mihaly could break the world record total as well. Um, her first international meet, she was supposed to go to an international meet in 2020, but everything got canceled. Uh, she took some time away from training, and now she's come back, so her numbers are building back up. So we'll see what she, she can do. Uh, and then I'm guessing, yeah, I'm putting Regina at two. I didn't really look into the other lifters training like Mo did, so I just had Leah at number three. Perfect. Now, last question here, fellas, to cap off this show. Who do we have as the best lifter? Um, the first thing I thought was obviously uh, Agata. Since I looked up at Worlds, she had the she was the fifth highest on points um, between men and women, the fourth highest on women. So she's the heavy favorite going in. But potentially, depending on what she weighs in and what she totals is Laura in the 76s could give her a battle because let's say Gata weighs like uh, 80 kilos and does 585. That's going to be like similar points to Laura doing 570 and weighing 76. So it just depends what does Laura able, able to push and what does Agata weigh in at. But I'm assuming Agata's not going to weigh that much heavier, and I'm assuming she's going to do more than 585. I could see her do 600 with how she's been progressing and not having to cut weight and having some more time between meets. The... I was also going to mention 84 world record total is 613 by Amanda Lauren. So if she's having a really good day, maybe she can even push that. So I'll go with Agata Sitko for my best lifter. What about Jad Jacob? What are we expecting from her? I was going to say, yeah. For, for me, it's just, again, I think she's not going to need to push it. But I know you guys think she's going to be in a battle and have to push it. So, I'm, again, maybe it's because that's just what I want. I think she's going to be pushing lower numbers. And so her points are going to be lower as well. 
Hmm. All right. Well, if we got her as a 57, sorry, go ahead. Mo, you gonna, oh, no, Mo's not there. I was just gonna, I was just going to say Jad's 480 at Worlds was 113.4 points versus Agata's 585 was 115.5 points. So two points difference there. Yeah. So it depends on how, how much more does Jad push above the 480 and then Agata with her body weight and what does she total? I don't think Agata is going to go a whole heck of a lot heavier because she's planning future to stay in the 76s. So I would be shocked if uh, I think it's Agata Shiko, if I'm, if I'm being honest. I think Jad, yeah, two points is a huge spread to try to cover. Um, to try to mitigate that, that's going to be tough. And Laura, I don't know, man. Um, I haven't seen, I, I've seen 585 out of Agata. So I'm going to leave with uh, Agata Shitko. What are you thinking, Mo? Are you going to go with Agata as well? or? Um, I was trying to run the numbers to see what Jad would need to do to total over Agata. And I think Jad would really need to push the world record, I believe. Um, I think uh, if she did a 490 at 57 kg body weight, that would give her 114. Um, realistically thinking, I think Agatha will be around maybe 116, 118 GL points, give or take. So um, I'll definitely go with Agatha for this one. Yeah, like uh, Agatha, if she did like 590 weighing 78, that would be similar to Ja doing like 490 at 57. Mm. So could, could be close. I mean, Agatha has the benefit, too, of going afterwards. Yes. This is true. And I think she's probably going to load up what she thinks she needs. I think Laura just isn't going to be able to hit that and catch up to them uh, the way it, the way it's going to roll out. So we'll see. I don't think um, Agatha's going to fill out 84. And she's going to have a bigger total than Laura. So, and, and their body weight's not going to be much different. So it is what it is. All right, fellas. Um, is there anything that we should add in in terms of notes, or do you think we hit it right there? And overall, even sub juniors or anything storylines, or do you think we have it all pretty much pieced up? For the for the sub juniors on the on the women's side, I mean, there weren't any huge numbers, but there's definitely going to be some battles. Like looking real quick in the 57s, it looks like there's a battle one kilo difference in nominated total, or in the 57s, yeah, and the 76s two and a half kilo difference in a nominated total in the 84s three lifters in two and a half kilo difference or three kilo difference in nominated totals there's definitely some battles there the other interesting thing i saw and you had mentioned the lifter was just just like comparing it to me for the 69 kilo class you have uh, kaja with a 110 kilo bench and joy with a 100.5 kilo bench it's just ridiculous how big these benches have gotten for a sub junior 69 kilo class are already pushing 100 kilos plus like i don't know about for you guys but for me like i was always terrible at bench it took me like to college to get to like you know a 102.5 kilo bench and after college you get to like a 145 kilo bench so these are sub junior teen girls already doing 100 plus it's gonna be interesting to see how many of them stick around for a long time and see if we get someone who can be like the next gen thompson like laura um as we mentioned from france is pushing like 140 so one of these other ladies may one day be pushing 125 and getting up to 145 it's gonna be pretty crazy and um joy is absolutely killing it on if you visit her tiktok and everything she's like she could be a star man if she if she picks up she's nominated second in the world um and has some like major lifts if she develops when she gets to the junior and, and possibly open 
into like it, it develops onto the platform. Holy shit, man. She's got star potential because she's already got a following that she's building, got all types of character behind her. Um, and this is what you need for like health of a sport, right? Is people who are not only good on the, on the platform, but charismatic off the platform and start developing and, and build around. But we will see. Only time will tell. Gentlemen, thank you for your time. Much appreciated. Uh, there's two episodes back to back. Anybody listening on whatever platform you're listening, subscribe, give us high ratings. Both of these episodes are up now by the time you hear this available on all platforms and full length video on Spotify. If you're into that kind of thing. Um, so there it is from six pack lap at my man, Mo and Arian six up and we are out.